Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 13, Raspberries and Giselle. It's a bumper back to school edition this time, so settle in, get yourself some knitting and a nice warm cup of whatever you fancy and enjoy the show. I'm Jessica, and you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 13. Bum bum bum. We've returned. We're back. Yay. We're back from our summer holidays. It's the first day of school. We've got shiny new pencil and all sharpened. And a new pencil case. Yeah. Got. Oh, you get to start a new exercise book. Shoes and... that we haven't broken in yet. Yeah. You know, the joy of a new exercise book where you think no more mistakes from here on in. And I the intention to do your homework every day when it's set. Yeah. Yeah, right. I've got a chance to start afresh. It's amazing. It's like a reset button. It's like when you go out and it's crisp but sunny and kind of autumnal. Which we're beginning to get this this week. Yeah. I wore my knitted scarf today for the first time since ever. Well, about June, frankly. Oh, yeah. It's quite cold. Um, lovely. So we're but back. still warm enough to dry washing on the knife. It's the best of both worlds. Mm. So, a little catch-up over what we've been doing since we last recorded, because it's about... Well, we accidentally went on another hiatus. Yes. The first one was considerably longer than we meant it to be, and the second one was not intentional. Well, I've started a new job. Yeah. So... And we also, we didn't have a, a microphone for two weeks. Yeah, that was a bit of a an impasse that we reached. So, uh, what have we done? Well, I went to um, see some of the Paralympic Games, which seems such a long time ago, even though they only finished... What, last week? I can't even remember them. I know. It was that long ago. Um, it's like the summer holidays, you know. They just disappear really quickly. Yeah. Um, well, I went to see the powerlifting, but it was a day pass, so I also got into the table tennis and the sitting volleyball, and they were really good, and I got incredibly overexcited. I can imagine. Because you go into the Excel, and you sort of have this long approach, and there's a big looming building, and it was a really sunny day, and everyone was sort of rushing around and I felt like I was in a movie like there was going to be a shot of me looking up at the building and then everyone was uh, yeah everyone was really enjoying themselves getting very roughed up especially for the sitting volleyball which, which they have like music playing and, and people getting you pumped jazzy and people sweeping the court in the most amusing manner <laughs> because they have um, they'll, they'll uh, stop for a, a break and the uh, ladies would go off the pitch and then They'd have two people on either side with these big brooms that they would sweep it to keep it clean. And then they'd run along and then the brooms are sort of articulated so they didn't have to turn around. They just leapt over their broom and started going backwards. Nice. It was very impressive. Um, and it was actually the best bit of the whole thing because it was so funny. <laughs> the sitting volleyball was very impressive, but that was really good. I didn't see any live. I, have to, I, I watched everything on the TV. But I think you managed to see a lot more than I did. Yeah, that's true. Um, I watched the Paralympic clothing ceremony. I saw the end of it. Coldplay, never been more appropriate for something. I for think a they start, were well chosen. They've got a song that has the phrase "para para" over and over. Um, yes. Para para Paralympic clothing. They seem to have a lot of lyrically appropriate songs just in the back catalogue. And I think they are uh, bombastic yet emotional. So I thought they were appropriate. Yeah. I've um, met a few games makers this weekend, and pin badges. The Olympics love badges, like girl guides love badges. Yeah, I think everyone kind of brings the ones from their country and then... I had no idea. I had a, a friend who was working at the Olympics and you know all these things, like if you went to um, you went to the Apple store, they were giving out them so you could get uh, like ones in the shape of an iPad, an iPod and 
everyone just has all these badges all the time and people do swaps and yeah it's like girl guide badges it's like being at camp yes but i think people are much more into collecting them rather than just sort of because i don't collect badges for my camp like it i earn badges or i buy fun ones yeah but i you could never it depths up i like a collection where you have a finite number of things to collect or it's like well i collect uh willow pattern china so if i buy a new plate that's a lovely addition but there's never any feel like you, if you wanted to collect pin badges, I'd be like, I've got to collect them all, even though it's you know, completely impossible. Right, you like a finite number, so yeah. you've got something to aim for. This is why they shouldn't have had uh, that many more Pokemon. I was fine with the second 100, 251, yeah. up to Celebi, I'll completely accept. I don't need six, I need 47 legendary Pokemon. If they're meant to be so rare, you can't keep adding them. You did, though. What? Did you? I didn't. I'm not in charge. I don't work at Nintendo. Oh, I mean, did you continue to collect them? Um, I well, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, oh I suffered a major upset during the Edinburgh Fringe, possibly the low light. Oh, I've, I've accidentally opened a can of worms. Really upsetting. So it turns out that Game Boy Color uh, cartridges have a small battery in them, and this is what powers the memory. And the battery lasts about ten to fifteen years. <laughs> so uh, my about Pokemon 10 Silver. Ten to fifteen years ago, I bought uh, Pokemon Silver. Uh, I put in over a hundred hours into that. I had a level 100 Pikachu that I had imported from my Pokemon Yellow game. And I went to switch it on, and it was completely wiped, because, my friends, that battery was dead. I had a really great team. I defeated the Elite Four about eight times. It was really good. I'd have got every gym badge. I clocked a lot of hours. I was really building that team, and it's gone. And yet my Pokemon Yellow, which is older than Pokemon Silver, going strong. And I have a Mewtwo on that, I found out. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Why would they put a battery in the cartridge? Who even knew that ever happened? Well, because I suppose it's got to store them. It's got to remember it somehow, and that was the easiest way to do it 10 to 15 years ago. Okay. If I had any idea what you were talking about just then, over the whole Pokemon scenario. What on earth was I talking about? I don't know. So, we uh, we enjoyed the Olympics very much. I was a cynic, and I actually was converted in London 2012 seemed to be a roaring success. I think we were all converted in the space of about four and a half minutes, just as the, Thank opening, you, Johnny Boyle. the opening ceremony of the, of the Olympics began. Um, I also went to Belfast for the first time. And what were you doing in Belfast, Rosie? I was at a wedding. Oh, that's nice. It was lovely. Uh, many congratulations to the happy couple. It was lovely. I'd never been to Belfast. I didn't see much of Belfast because I was really tired, so I spent most of my time um, napping in a premiere inn or at a wedding. Or at a wedding hotel swimming pool. Or at what we think might have been the seaside. Well, as long as you think it was the seaside, that's that's about good enough. It was a large body of water and I was at the edge of it. That'll do. This weekend, I was at a guiding conference for members of senior section, which was quite fun. Um, in no small part because it was at my old university campus. So um, I went up, stayed in halls, got really freaked out because it was like nice the nice to get to and you didn't get lost. Yeah, I was a font of all knowledge. For the first time in my life, I was geographically superior to everybody else. <laughs> Usually they ask me where I am. I can't tell right from left. I, I gave a woman some terrible directions in the street the other day. I felt really bad. I think giving directions and gymnastics are up there as the worst, the things I'm worst at. <laughs> I am. I can't give I, directions. I actually, I did give her acceptable directions to where she wanted to get to, except that I'd slightly forgotten where I was, so I sent her the long way around. She would have got there. I okay. didn't send her in the complete. Well, I did send her in the in the wrong direction, but I sent her kind of the long way around. Three a sides of a square. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
so uh, yes that was a, a bit of guiding fun i got a lovely badge and a lovely gray polo shirt not a fan of a polo shirt no i i know this i don't wear polo shirts except for guiding in which case i really quite like them you despise them really i don't know what it is about them i just don't like them i think it's the casual collar i can't get on board with the casual collar you own loads of like check shirts from h&m no but that's still shirt fabric okay absolutely not the same at all gym jams <laughs> that was your nickname for a while wasn't it <laughs> yeah but it's still a shirt it buttons up and that's what it is it doesn't button i don't know but it's i can't no a rugby shirt i'm not a fan of a rugby shirt unless you're playing rugby and even rugby players don't wear rugby shirts anymore very picky i'm just very specific. they don't wear rugby shirts no when was the last time you saw a rugby player wearing wearing a rugby shirt like a Sort of oh yeah, they wear like not spandex down, not affairs, down the park. That's not the same. On I the mean, telly, like, we mean telly rugby players. Yeah, like rugby league or rugby union. They've got like the. They look oh, like I they should, should imagine be, rugby union. They're still they look wearing. Like they should be cycling. They don't look like cyclists. They're all top heavy. They'd fall over. No, I mean the outfits. So Jessica, you've read a lot of books. I have. Well, I was sort of scrolling through things we talked about in previous podcasts, and I realised I'd mentioned two books, but it happened at kind of the beginning of reading about eight books in about four weeks. I was sort of averaging a book, one book every three days. That's very impressive. Do you just read on the tube, or do you read a lot? And when I, I get a chance of while I'm at work to read a bit. That's true, see, I Because I have a few little breaks um, in what I'm doing when it's handy to have a book, so I don't get bored. Um, and I read on the tube as well. But I don't, I don't really read at home. These, So these are all read kind of between getting on the tube to go to work and I've just finished a book that I usually carry books in plastic bags so they don't get battered didn't do that I've absolutely wrecked this book it makes me really angry I I have a folder like an A5 plastic wallet um, that I think I got when I was in about year 7 to keep my um, planner in lovely yeah I thought so it's kind of on its last legs but I'm going to see how long I can keep it before I destroy it what books have you read? Well, I have read two Jasper Ford books, both Thursday Next, and I read the first among sequels, and then I read Something Rotten, and then the fifth and sixth books, respectively. Unfortunately, first among sequels has a cover that does not match the others. Okay. I was livid. I've I've brought you a solution to this. What? To support the independent bookshop, you go and request the correct cover. There is no correct... That is the correct cover. I bought this from the independent bookshop. They ordered it for me. Yeah, but you could... They they do... They'll have different editions. This is the only cover you can get of this book. They did not make one that matches the others. But then they made number six to match. Yes, they did. Were they drunk? They must have been. Even Jasper Ford says he doesn't know what happened with that. But on his website, some, they've they've made... Or he has had made a cover that would match the others... And you can, if you print it out, it's the right dimensions for you to then stick onto the book. But the book so is that, a different shape, is a so different size. It's, it? No, it is. It, they all line up. It's fine. Okay, we'll it's do that. I've got it stacked. We'll do that then. Um, so that when it's on the bookcase, they all match. Okay, we'll do that. We will have that's to. That's a delightful plan. That's hilarious. But, but that's so strange. I was... How does that happen? I don't know. Okay. So aside from um, reading some of the oddest printed books in the world... Yeah. Um, I read one called Garden Spells, which is by Sarah Addison Allen. And it's got a bit of magic in it and a little bit of folklore and kind of... Bit of gardening? Bit of gardening, yes. Um, and kind of family stories and... Excellent. Um, it's about a woman who lives in her grandmother's house and they have a magic tree in the garden. Okay. And it throws apples at people. Uh, it's the Wizard of Oz, but never mind. 
Um, and I've also read I Love You, Beth Cooper. That's a film, but never mind. By no, definitely a book by Larry Doyle, who is one of the writers for The Simpsons. It was made into a film a few years ago with Hayden Panettiere. And not Michael Sarah. Not Michael Sarah. But he could easily. Have but played you that could part. imagine him playing okay. that part. He gets. I think he gets beaten up on every third page. I read Generation X by Douglas Coupon, and I also read Tragically I Was an Only Twin, the complete Peter Cook. Which was excellent. Um, I also read by Borrowed one of your books, which is Good Morning Nantwich by Phil Jupiter. Oh, it's really good, isn't it? About Breakfast Radio, which is very enjoyable. I've read others. I can't think at the moment what any of them are. And I've just started reading a book about a man on a narrowboat. But I don't have it in front of me, so I can't remember who, what his name is. Steve something. And it's, I think, well, a man in his narrowboat or something. That sounds good. It was originally published as um, Fruit Flies Like Bananas. I get to start a lovely P.G. Woodhouse. Oh, lucky you. Courtesy of my dear friend Justin, who bought it for me. That was nice. Because I love PG Woodhouse. You do. So we have the returning feature of our second ever drumroll, please. I'm never asking you to do a drumroll again. Film review. Day of fun, film review. This time, however, it was for a genuinely good film. Now, I think Burlesque has many things going for it. Um, you've seen well, the, the film. I should maybe introduce it with the name of the film. Tangled. Yes. It's about Rapunzel. Yeah. Um, you've seen it many times. No, I've seen, no, I've only seen it once before. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you'd seen it a couple of times. But it's a very popular thing. Um, at the Edinburgh Fringe last year, uh, with that uh, one of the plays I was involved in, um, they had a tendency they watched it once but they kept watching it and they must have watched it about six or seven times I think that's why I thought you'd seen it more times no and I only saw it the once very good Carry on. it drew my friend Lewis around the absolute bend this year um, we said we would watch it and when I returned from Edinburgh uh, waiting for me was intern Kaylee, clutching a uh, brown paper wrapped DVD box I could tell it was DVD is this standard size yeah and I thought, oh, it's a welcome home present. Not only that, Jessica had made a, a lovely handmade party hat, which is incredible. She was very excited for your return. Um, so She doesn't get out much. Well, she's a doll. Um, this is an absolute doll. And so I thought, oh, DVD, I wonder what DVD this is. And what it actually <laughs> was when you first threw out the paper was, now I don't know if any of you are familiar with 30 Rock, but there is a moment when one of the characters claims to have appeared in a film called A Bluffair to Remember Black. And uh, somebody on the internet had mocked up a poster of Tracy Morgan Jordan's face on the original uh, An Affair to Remember poster. Yeah, we'll find the artwork and credit him on the, uh, on the blog. On the blog so Jessica had printed this out and put it in the DVD case. So it appeared that she had given me 30 Rocks Tracy Morgan Jordan's A Bluffair to Remember Black. And I thought, what on earth is this? And it was actually Tangled. Yay! So we watched that the other night. I'd never seen it, so I was really excited. And I'd forgotten how good it was. There's a bit with a sad king, and that was kind of all I remembered. But actually, it's really funny. There's a bit with a cupboard that's really funny, and there what is some a point with, with a, a smallish woman trying to fit a fully grown man into the cupboard, and he keeps falling out. He's unconscious at the time, and he keeps falling out. Yeah, a surprisingly attractive animated man. And a horse that thinks it's a dog. But last time I watched it, my friend Luke, halfway through, announced, I love a stubborn horse. And that is a film, if you love a stubborn horse, Tangled is the film for you. What was your favourite bit of Tangled? The hair was very good. I liked when she got her hair braided. Yes. No, the best bit of Tangled is when they there's a bit with lots of lights 
because the animation yes, is just incredible. Very, very good. It's so beautiful to watch. And I think that it's very funny, especially the the first scene between the two main characters. Yeah. Most of which one of them is unconscious for. But yeah, probably the lights. It's very well done. I can't think of my favourite bit. I liked lots of it. You liked Pascal? Yes. I liked the opening song when she's describing all the things that she does during her day. One of them is um, ventriloquy. Pascal, we should point out, is a small comedian. Ventriloquism? Yes. Yeah, Pascal is her... In the song, it's ventriloquy. Oh. Because it fits, I I assume. Uh, Pascal is her chameleon familiar. And she couldn't work out was if she's using him as a ventriloquist dummy or if she has a dummy of him. We shall have to watch we'll it again. We'll have to watch it again and freeze her. Um, and she also does dressmaking, and it's it's him that's... Because she has... <laughs> I forgot. She has no friends, unfortunately, so um, so she's making him a dress. No, yeah, but it's really funny. And it's a little wizard in a tiny dress. And he dress. looks massively un- unhappy about the whole situation. So, in conclusion... Watch Tangled. It's watch lovely. Tangled. It's just so nice. I love a Disney princess. Yeah, so do I. Now, I'm... I'm Third wave. I can like whatever I want. Well, this exactly... I'm very strongly feminist, but if I want to watch some young ladies with nice hair sing nice songs, and I will. But she she knew what she wanted, and she went off and she got it. And it was very attractive. Well, she wanted to see the floating lanterns gleam. You sing. I will it's got some cracking songs it's in it. It's got a really good song in it. Jessica, what's your song? Uh, my song this week is Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Yeah. I like that song. That's your prerogative. Yeah, it is. Top fives! Top fives. In honour of our review of Tangled, we are having a themed top five. As opposed to all the other top fives, which are just randomly selected lists of five items. No, I mean a banana, a dictionary. No, I mean it's themed to something else in the episode. Right. Cretty. So we are doing our top five Disney films. But they are Disney animated features. Yes. However, in the honourable mentions, we've kind of branched out a little bit. Yeah, but they mainly had to be, you know, when you say Disney film, you think princesses or you think cartoons. Yeah. Often you think princess cartoons. Yeah. It must be your turn to go first. It's my turn to go first. So, my top fives, in no particular order. Should I just do a rundown and then we'll discuss, or should I stop Oh, I simply each? don't care. Right, well, my first one is Lilo and Stitch. Excellent choice. Um, and spoiler alert, but your first one is Lilo and Stitch as well. Yeah. I have a lot to say about that film. Yeah, it's really nice. Well, should we just kind of skim over that and then you can... Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Well, my second one is The, is the Little Mermaid. Yes, you made us watch it on Christmas Day, weren't you? Oh, well done, mate. Oh, I remember that because I got it on DVD. Yeah, because you wouldn't let me watch my Christmas-themed concert DVD that I got. Well, we did actually watch it. I think you'll find. Mm-hmm. Well, I've definitely seen it. Yeah, maybe we watched it on Boxing Day. Yeah, but it was Christmas Day and I wanted to watch A Not-So-Silent Night. And you were like, no, we're watching The Little Mermaid. Can I just say, I did have the room majority. People love Rufus Wainwright. Yeah, anyway. I love Rufus Wainwright. Um, I really like The Little Mermaid. Good film. It's, I, I watched it in the cinema when I was about five. It's nice. She has big red hair. Yes, as did you. you used to. As did I. I used to have hair like The Little Mermaid. I don't know. Sad. You could have it again. You could, could live that dream. Yeah, it's not impossible. It's not. I like not when all the fit. fish sing. Under the sea. Yeah, they are under the sea. Um, my third is Beauty and the Beast. Which we all went to see at the cinema. By we all, I mean not everyone in the world, but our family. Did we? Yeah. Was I there? Yeah, all four of us. How old was I? I would have been about three. No, you would have been about five or six, I guess. Oh. I had a bell dress, so I probably did see it, and I got lemonade all over it. Like Joe in The Little Women. Yes. I like her because she's got brown hair. 
Yes. And she likes reading. Yes. Although the beast, more attractive as a beast than a man. This is the general consensus from everyone I've spoken to. To be honest, can't I can't quite conjure up in my mind what he looks like. Prince Adam has like a big hump. Oh, is that his name? He's Who really, knew? from sideways on, he's really wide. Well, they probably wanted to make him look like he could have turned into the beast. Yeah, it'd be terrible if he was like some little weedy fellow. I don't like the bit when he's he's turning back from the beast into a man again and his feet become less furry and then they come become slightly less furry but then they go foot coloured but they've still got the outline of some of the fur on them and it makes it confusing because it looks like his feet are just jagged. Oh yeah, okay. And then and then they go to smooth feet. And the same with his hands, I think. But he recovers from it, it's not a love threatening. No, he doesn't recover. Gaston. No. I don't think he deserves to die for his crimes. He tried to kill the beast. And mount his head on his wall. But he sang the best song in the show. Yeah, the villain often does get a good song. But he tried to kill the beast and mount his head on his wall for his own personal... Look what I did. Number four. The Rescuers. Love it. Can't watch it. There's a song that they sing at the beginning, which isn't actually sad, but it seems kind of sad. And anyway, it makes Rosie cry. It makes me absolutely weep. They all... So they're these mice. They're the Mice UN... There's a mouse you in, and they save people, especially children who are in trouble, and they sing a really charming song, and it's quite sad. And they all mm. sit on egg cups with the front cut out, like 60s bubble chairs. That's a great film. Although it's quite dark, because it's like the little girl who's been kidnapped. Yes. And she's got a teddy bear, and that horrible woman she lives with in, in like a, the bayou. I don't know where that film is set. Where is that film set? <laughs> That's a really good question. Because <clears throat> it looks like kind of really horrible Mississippi swampland. Yeah, but then, maybe it is, but then no one really has the accompanying accent. No. And there's that mad old woman with the fake eyelashes. Yeah, what is her name? George. Yeah, okay, so George has fake eyelashes. I know that was my, the first time I'd ever come across anyone wearing false eyelashes. Yeah, and now whenever I peel them off, I think because her eyes really stretch. Yeah, but it's a really satisfying bit of animation. Yeah. And she's got pet crocodiles, which I think really marks her out as somebody I who should I think they must be able. alligators if they're kind of... Oh, that's swamps. true. Why did she have the little girl? Has she adopted her? No, she's got because there's a diamond down a hole, down like a hole. No, but in how the does cave. she get the girl? Well, I was just trying to remember how does she end up with her in the first place. We're going to do some serious Wikipedia room after this. Oh, we could just watch it. No, oh. Wikipedia is faster. Right. Anyway, uh, and number five is Tangled. It's shot straight onto the top five. List. This is like New Girl rocketing into best I know. sitcoms. Although no. I concur with that. Yeah. Whether as as I've previously stated in recent editions of to top fives. Whether that will remain as time goes on, I think it probably will because I really enjoyed it. Tangled, yeah, yeah, it's great. And New Girl, yeah, yeah. Well, I won't discuss that because we've already spent some time talking about it. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rosie? Well, my top choice, and I actually think this probably is my top choice because for a long time I would say that this was my favourite film, is Lilo and Stitch. It's wonderful. In fact, it probably was on my top five favourite films. I don't know if it was. <gasps> I don't know if it was. But Lilo and Stitch is what I went to see for my 13th birthday uh, in year 8. And we loved it. And my friend Hiller said she would never watch it again because she cried so much. All of them. They all got home from the cinema. They're like eight of them just weeping openly. It's a really good film, but it's really sad because he just wants to belong. And then he, she tells him to go and he sits in the forest with a copy of The Ugly Duckling. And he's sad and he just wants a family. It does, as a spoiler, turn out okay for everyone. But it's adorable. Lilo is the cutest character ever committed to animation. I just want to squish her. She's You could smush her, but she's really dark as well. Like she's evil inside. No, I mean just she's got an old soul. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay. But she's really squishy and cute. She's really squishy. My friends. She does voodoo. Nice. She has. She puts pictures of her friends. She draws pictures of her friends. On spoons. Sticks them to spoons. Puts tiny little grass skirts around them. Puts them in a jar of pickles. pickles. Turns the pickles upside down. Shakes them. Or the social worker. Incidentally, possibly the only Disney film and Disney animated film I've come across with a social worker in it. <laughs> looks at her as if to find out what she's doing. She just says in a completely deadpan voice, "My friends need to be punished." Excellent. I think Lilo might be my role model. And it's set in Hawaii, genius. and there are great songs, and Stitch is amazing. I have a little cuddly Stitch. And unlike, I think, all the other Disney films on our list that have songs in, it's not the characters just randomly breaking into song. Uh, it's all Elvis. It's all Elvis, and then there are songs played over the top of things. Uh, her big sister sings, but she's singing like a traditional Hawaiian song, and the whole point is she's she's singing at her. She's not singing. Yeah, she's singing my emotions to entertain her little sister. Um, newsflash: Lilo Stitch is not on your top five films, but and this could work well for me, listeners. I've already dropped Crank for Ratatouille. Oh, well, that works well for me then. In anyway, I had the page a second ago. It's cool. Choice number two: Aladdin. I went to see Spider Man Two when it came out. And I was more excited during my entire trip about the fact that at the beginning they played an advert saying that Aladdin was coming to DVD the week before my birthday. So I got oh. Aladdin on DVD the week before my birthday. Very good. Well, it's a lovely film. It's really good. It's got some fab songs. It's got Robin Williams. They just animated whatever he said. Yeah, I think that was a good move on Disney's part. Just stick a microphone in front of Robin Williams. Yeah, lovely. Fab. Dodgy portrayal of the Middle East. Can't get enough. Yeah. Enchanted. Now, obviously, not fully animated. But it is ostensibly an animated film. Because it starts as animated and it finishes as animated. Yes. And Giselle manages to be an animated character even though she is portrayed by Amy Adams. Giselle! Just the funniest thing to shout <laughs> at any point. Giselle! I love it. Good songs, but in real world, amazing dresses. Yeah, and real world lovely. dresses. Because you think, actually, if somebody wore Belle's dress, she'd look like an absolute fool. Whereas, because Amy Adams is really wearing the dress. Her wedding dress. She looks lovely. Oh, especially the blue one, the curtain dress. Oh, yeah. And it's got, that's got a really cute, non-annoying child in it. Yes. That little girl's really good. Often, children in films are a bit... Mm. But, but Morgan's very sweet. Yeah. And it's got Dr. McDreamy in it. Yeah. He's very good. I mean, the best characters... And Cyclops. Are, yeah, are Cyclops and Peter Pettigrew. If they have real names, I believe. Yeah. James Marsden and Timothy Spall. They're the best <laughs> characters by quite a long way. Timothy Spall appearing in a succession of odd accents. Candy apple. <laughs> and moustaches, fake bits of facial hair. Yeah, fab. Love it. Genius. M- Mulan. Mulan. Giselle. I love Mulan. I, we only have it on VHS, so I haven't been able to watch it for years. But it's great. Uh, it's got a funny dragon. It's got... Wait, has she got a stubborn horse? She has got a stubborn horse. My friend Luke loves a film with a stubborn horse. There we go. Well, Great. He'll love Mulan. Uh, empowering women. Yep. Um, three idiots. Quite frightening plucky, for them. Plucky comic relief. Yeah. I can't remember what happened. Transvestitism. I can't believe plucky comic relief wasn't in my list of top tropes. Oh, well. Do you like to add it now? It's all right. I've also put The Rescuers. It's really nice, but I just can't watch it. I'm actually scared of watching it, even though that song is done within the first ten minutes. Yeah. I could fast forward it. I have the technology. We can rebuild him. Honourable mentions. Number one, obviously, Newsies. Now, this is where we veer from animated to things from... This yeah, one. so this is honourable mentions this week is is more of a proper honourable mentions list rather than just things we couldn't fit in the top five so yeah. we weren't sure about. Um, this is things that... Failed to qualify. Don't quite qualify, but we really like anyway. 
Bed knobs and broomsticks as well. Yes, brilliant. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Apart from the animated bit, which I hate. That was a great film, apart from the really awful bit where some uh, animals play football. That's diabolical. Yep. But the rest of it's great. I used to be really scared of it at the end. The Jungle Book? Yeah. I don't know why I put that down. It's a good I film. I don't know why, but it's quite enjoyable. For no apparent reason, I was singing I Want to Be Like You yesterday. Good songs? Yeah. Um, our cousin, when she was quite little, came to stay with us, and I ended up watching it three times within the space of 24 hours. <laughs> Less, actually. Um, so that was... You know, interesting. She's obviously going through a phase. I'll remind her of this at some point. Oh, she'll love that. That's yeah. what teenage girls love. Yeah. Mary Poppins, again, not much animated stuff. Although, the, when the penguins turn up, that the is penguins, classic. Yep. And you can, just by rearranging your trousers, you can become a penguin. Yeah. Who knew? No This one. is why people shouldn't wear skinny jeans, because they can't at any point recreate no, the dance No, but you can, because you get those skinny jeans that have like a drop, drop crotch, crotch that's like at your knees and then Yeah, I met somebody who was wearing a, he was wearing new jeans and it wasn't like where he was, where boys but don't wear not, them and not low but enough. they're not, yeah, they're not low they've just got They've just really got a purposefully low I don't understand these. It's like a storage compartment. How do you walk up the escalators? You wouldn't be able to get up the stairs surely. No. Well that's ridiculous. Basil the Great Mouse Detective. I've not seen this, but you said it's very good. I really like it. I watched it a couple of years ago um, with some friends at university. And I was very tired and had thought, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll have some Pro Plus. This is not good. This is really bad. So the beginning is quite it's quite sad. So I cried loads. But after that, it was fine. So they sing the song from the rescuers? <laughs> they randomly. They just sang that. This is mice. It's basically Sherlock Holmes, but he's a mouse brilliant i know he's called basil the great mouse detective of course he is 101 dalmatians lovely that's very good isn't it that's really good we saw both that one and the live remake yes in the cinema i actually do quite like the, the live remake it's hugh laurie and is it mark williams as the two yes yeah mainly known as rory's dad, rory's dad now um yeah the there are the gorilla devils henchmen goons yep mooks um, and also Sleeping Beauty. Yes, good. Mm. The best characters are the fairies. Yes, I, I sort of I put this in the list. Um, most of the film sort of blends into... Yeah, it's fine, it's a nice film. Uh, it's a pretty girl wandering around barefoot. But the, the bit where the fairies are in the cottage, they've sent her off for the day, and they're making a cake and a dress, and they can't sew, and they can't <laughs> they cook. Candles in she's, the oven. She's iced the cake before and stacked it. It's a three-tier cake. She's they stacked done it this? before it's baked. How does batter do that? Well, it doesn't. It starts running, then she ices it, then she tries to put candles on, and then she has to prop it up with the broom, and the candles are running down the broom on the river of icing. And it's brilliant. And in the end, they decide that they're going to have to use magic. And it's all, of course, lovely. But it's hilarious. I would happily watch that sequence over and over again and not worry about the rest of the film. I think the rest you of the would, film is nice. I think you would grow tired of watching a feature-length repeat of that scene. I don't know. I'm not saying that's like my, the rest of my life decided. <laughs> that's my career, but ladies and gentlemen. Sign on the door. Don't disturb me. I'm watching a selection of Sleeping Beauty clips. Yeah. So. My song. What is your song? Michelle by the Beatles. Michelle! <laughs> That's how it goes. It's from Robber Soul. I don't actually really know many Beatles albums as albums, but I have some of their music. Yeah. And I listened to that and I thought it was good. It's in French, partly, but I don't think it's the real French. It's it's, it's, not, it's not your actual French. No, it's sort of... I think the, the line is, these are words that go together well. So it's... Sans les mots qui vont très bien ensemble... Très bien ensemble. Very well together. Which does yeah. make... I think it probably makes sense, but I think if you asked a Frenchman, 
It's like, well, we wouldn't say it exactly like that, but yeah. it gets the point across. Yeah, I know what you mean about the not knowing Beatles albums. When people are like, I love Rubber Soul. Having not been there the first time round. Really? Because you are quite old. I'm ancient. Um, I'm very well, I'm very carefully made up. Yeah. Pressed. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, because I wasn't there for the first time round, read the Beatles. Um, I know everything in single form and off. Um, one. One. Yeah. 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 Good old one. <laughs> which is all of their number ones on an album. Yeah, which is saying some of them are considerably worse than other songs that didn't chart or weren't singles. Yeah, but, you know. The Ballad of John and Yoko, for example. I really like that. Yeah, but it's not. You're right, Yellow Submarine. A comedy hit. Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah. So. Needle and Fed! Needle and Fed. I baked and I took pictures. Yay! So I've just started on the blog. I've started a new job, ladies and gentlemen, and I thought, how can I make these people like me? And I thought, you know what, I'm going to bribe them with baked goods, standard. So I baked... Always a good move. Your normal cake of the devil, 666. Yes. I didn't know where you were going with that. You always say that. I was needing... I was kind of confused because I was expecting like a devil's food cake thing, but Uh, they were definitely not devil's food cake cakes. (laughs) So I baked a normal sponge mixture, where I mixed it up. And I thought, well, cupcakes. And what I wanted to do was raspberry and white chocolate. And then as it happened, there was a food market at work the day I was going to bake. And I had a raspberry and white chocolate brownie. And that Ooh. confirmed that in my mind. But they'd use fresh raspberries, which had become very soggy. And you only bite in something and the, the fruit is nice. And the texture isn't bad, but you suddenly think, there's a wet bit of fruit. And I thought, I don't want that. I quite like to use freeze-dried raspberries. But where does one buy freeze-dried raspberries? But where, go- indeed. Where, Marks and Spencer's, it turns out. Because I wanted white chocolate and, and freeze-dried raspberries, they actually sell white chocolate-covered freeze-dried raspberries. They did that, and then we tried to melt some white chocolate to swish over the top, but it just was really weird. It didn't pan out very it well, It seized it? up, so we just got some dark chocolate out. Which actually had quite a nice contrast, but I felt that there were, might have been too many flavours going on. But they went down very well, what and no Hollywood one has asked said? me to leave. Um, he would have tapped the bottom with a knife, uh, with a knife and said, Excellent crumb structure. Look at me, I'm Paul Hollywood. <laughs> That's what we haven't talked about. The Bake Off is back. Oh, yeah. Bake Off comes apart from Newland Fed because it's like baking, baking stuff. I love the Bake Off. Me too. I think it might be my favourite programme. Ever? No, no, no. Oh. What a question. Just one of my favourite things. Clearly, this is somebody who's never seen Queer Eye for a Straight Guy. Then. <laughs> well, exactly. That's true. Um, Strudel. It's great. There's a perfect man on it this year. He wears a lot of knitwear. Yeah, he looks like he was knitted. Oh. Rose is going to marry him. Oh. He doesn't know this yet. I don't think he ever will. No. Um, here's hoping. He's great. Uh, everyone's great this year. There's, they've got rid of all the duff people. Not that anyone was duff. We've, reach, we've reached the halfway point. Yeah, when every when sort of everyone's it good. It could be anyone. It could be you. Um, and this week, uh, someone sort of nearly sliced their hand off. It was quite... Yeah. It's a very stressful episode it, this week. It, uh, yeah, because we saw that it was coming at the end of last week's episode. They did the kind of coming up thing. Um, and it was all dramatic and tense. Um, but we, you don't actually see him do it. They kind say, of oh, he's got, oh, yeah, I've cut, I've cut my finger, so I've got my, this glove on just to make sure. Um, and it turns out it's a bit more serious than he's previously yeah, so thought. As his glove fills up with blood and stuff. It's running dribbling down, his, down arm. his arm. He's going, I'm a bit lightheaded. But I think it was just one of those things where actually it bleeds quite a lot because it's at the end of his finger, but not actually life-threatening. Yeah. I had to drive my um, housemate to A&E on that principle once. Yes. Was she trying to cut apart frozen bacon? Yeah, she was trying to separate frozen bacon with a knife, so really it was her own fault. But by the time we'd got to I, I couldn't... I, I tried to administer first aid, but um, it was bleeding too much to get a dressing onto it. So we just decided that we'd... Play, play it safe and go to casualty 
And by the time we got there, of course, it had stopped bleeding and um, it was absolutely fine. Oh, well. But never mind. We've put the effort in. That's the important thing. I kind of want to make one of those plated loaf things. Yes. I quite like, uh, would quite like melon soup to maybe come and narrate my life. Yeah. And I'm going to have a go at bagels. When it started, the first episode, I thought, I might do a kind of bake along a bake-off. Oh, well, we'll do that next week. And then I didn't. I've not done a single thing. I'm going to remake some macaroons this week. Oh, yeah. They, I think, I think we overwhipped them. We overwhipped them and we set the oven to, I didn't adjust the oven to the fan. That was maybe my fault, I think I overwhipped them a bit. I accept your responsibility for that. Um, But they tasted all right. So I will make some and I'm going to take some to work. I've nearly finished my tea, Casey. I have nearly like, finished It will my be job finished today. I All I have to By do... By the time this is uploaded, I will have a finished tea, Casey, and I will put pictures on the show notes. All I have to do is sew up under the sleeves of this, because it's all in one. I thought... This is not a tea, Casey, anymore. This is a jumper. I'm talking about my jumper. It started as a tea, Casey. It went horribly wrong. Yeah, it was massive. Um, so I, I thought, oh, on Thursday evening, I'll do the collar and cuffs. They took so much longer than I thought they would, so I managed to finish the collar... And I did both of the cuffs yesterday, but I've just got to sew up, which of course is going to be the quickest bit. Um, it's, I mean, it, I think it looks all right. Hmm. I think it looks fine. Okay. It just looks warm and cosy. It, it does look warm You've and made cozy. it yourself, which is nice. Yeah, that's always <laughs> what you want. You're like, oh, did you make that yourself? <laughs> no. Because it's not even like Weasley Jumper home, homely. It's kind of a bit lumpy. I don't, well, I don't ever want to look at an item of clothing and think, ah, oh, lumpy. <laughs> But it's uh, really good uh, that I've actually knitted a whole thing that I will be able to wear. I'm, I'm trying to now move on to my next project. I, I have um, a kind of circular scarf snoody cowley thing, which I started last year. But I started it on quite fine circular needles. Error. And it's very fine yarn. I've got a lovely 6.5 circular needle. Put and a big wool on it. I didn't do anything interesting. It is just knit, 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 knit. And I'm about halfway through, but to be honest, I kind of want to frog it. Just frog it. I thought about doing this and I thought, well, I've come quite far. I don't want to undo it. So I, won't, I then went further and now I'm like, no, I'm going to have to frog do it. Do you have any idea how much I frogged my jumper? I was one, but I did five times. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to frog it. I think I might use bigger needles and mm-hmm. maybe do something interesting, like put a ribbon in it or put sort of every third line, every third row do a purl it or something, just so it's a bit different. Um, because otherwise it's just going to be really tedious. And it'll be nice when it's finished, but it's not the most interesting thing, and it's quite boring to knit because yeah. you just... It takes so long to do a row because it's there are so many stitches in it, and it's very tiny. Well, my next project, I am thinking maybe knitting a blanket, just because I can just knit a square. And it oh. wouldn't be an interesting blanket, I wouldn't do different stitches. Yeah. I would just do nice different colours... You, you can do blankets where you, you do a square of each kind of stitch, so you practice different stitches. Yeah. And you sew them all together and they look jazzy and lovely. You can do them in different colours, it would be really exciting. At work, we were having a charity book sale of books that we've got sent that um, we don't want because they're new, like proofs and things. Um, so I went upstairs and a lot of them were teen books. But one of them was Animal Hats by Rachel Henderson, which is a book of animal hats that you can knit, crochet, and make out of fleece. You put them on your head, and they look like animals. Yeah. So the one on the front cover is a polar bear, and it's got a snout and the ears. It looks like a koala. Okay. Quibbling Miss Jessica over here. That's a a sequel to Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, there are loads. There's a really nice fox beanie and a wolf. Yes. So I might do something from that. Or I might do a blanket. Or I might do a Wonder Woman jumper. Now, you've told me about this, but you've not explained to me what a Wonder Wonder Woman jumper actually looks like. The Wonder Woman jumper looks like Wonder Woman's costume. Amazing. 
And I sort of guessed it would be. I've seen it online before, but now they've released a pattern for it. Exciting. We'll put pictures of this on the blog as well. So it's got yellow at the bottom for her belt. Then it's red and it's got the Wonder Woman logo in yellow. Sort of where her bustier would be. Then it's blue at the top and blue with white stars down the arms. It's jazzy. And the, the cuffs are yellow, uh, sort of shaped like her um, her arm cuff things. Yes. That might be what I do next. That's exciting. I mean, it's clearly not because it's clearly... Well, actually, the, the pattern looks quite simple. It's not a very complicated looking jumper. Right. But... The it would be my first thing of working with different colours. Yes, and there is a bit. Is it intarsia to do the stars? Yeah. So it's sort of got the charts, but it's not a stitch by stitch instruction kit. So I'll give it a go. Maybe I ought to knit a plain jumper first. I want to finish my crochet blanket, which I started ages ago. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's it's crocheting tiny squares and then sewing them together. And when I started it, it was going to be a shawl, but they knit quite well. They crochet up quite tight. I think as a shawl, it would just be too bulky. Yeah. So I decided to make a blanket out of it, which um, is uh, taking a long time. But okay. I'll get there. It's kind of one of those things that you just have as, as an ongoing project for probably years. But I'll, you know, I'll keep checking back. Okay. It makes up a really nice pattern when they're all sewn together, though. Jessica, what's your snack of the day? Oreos. Yes, because we brought back some. Yeah, um, our parents were in New York last week and um, Richmond. And they discovered some um, Oreos. Well, they didn't really discover them. They just thought, oh, we're in a shop. Let's buy some Oreos. Oh, let's get reduced fat ones. That'll be nice. Um, just to have in their hotel room. But they still had some left over when they came home. Yeah. And I, I read the back of the packet, just in case. And I can eat them so I can have reduced fat Oreos. Because usually they have whey in them, which I can't eat for the whole veganism thing. Yeah. But you can't get them in England, really annoyingly. That is annoying. Yeah, I've previously discovered that Middle Eastern Oreos are okay, so if I have Israeli Oreos, they're fine, uh, because they're kosher. But I haven't managed to get those either. I think they just happened to be in the 99p store one day, because they very much sell whatever fell off the back of the lorry this week. <sighs> yeah, dodgy, dodgy. Anyway, the hunt continues. And what have we seen this week? Well, we've seen Pocket Princesses. Yes. Little cartoons of the Disney princesses, but they're really cute and diddy. Um, and they're just doing funny things. The idea is that they all live together. I believe the phrase is chibi. Yes, they are kind of chibi. Yeah. Where does that come from? Japan! Japan! Giselle! Of course. Of course. Oh it my is. goodness, I'm going to make Giselle my text alert. Genius. Giselle! Oh, then we'll change one into Giselle. Um, so we'll put a link to that on the show notes as well. They're really lovely. Um, and they appear in different outfits sometimes. And whether Ariel has her tail or not depends on whether she can speak in that little scene oh so if she can speak she's got legs and if she's not speaking she's got a tail no if she is speaking she's got a tail oh yeah but, but at the she... end she can both walk yes and but talk. I think there's it's funny that way isn't it i apologize and the the um the princess is sort of trapped in states because rapunzel said with her long hair that's not a spoiler everyone knows how rapunzel ends and they're just really cute is that how it ends in the fairy tale yeah so that the witch can't get back up no the witch cut, cuts off her hair and ties it to a hook or something just inside the window. So the man throws down the the hair when the prince calls up to her. So he thinks that Rapunzel's in, climbs up her hair, and the witch then pushes him off. And he, he falls, falls into the gorse bush and blinds, and blinds himself. And there was a moment in the film where I suddenly thought, "Wait, she's not going to put his eyes out, is she?" <laughs> I thought, "It's not going to be King Lear." <laughs> no, surely not. And we'll end there in case I accidentally tell any some spoilers. Um, so yeah, pocket princesses—they're cute and funny and kind of sardonic, adorable. Uh, we've also found a, a blog called Curiouser and Curiouser, a journal of curious things, subtitle. 
Um, and this is run by a girl called Kirsty, who we actually met at Mega, which we told you about in the guiding special. Yes, which is a big camp. Which is a big camp. And um, and she does scrapbooking and crafty things, and she runs this lovely blog. Um, and there's also a link to it uh, of, a, of another blog, which is about her trip to Armenia. Yes. As part of the Guiding Overseas Linked with Development Programme, or GOLD. Exactly. Um, which has been very interesting. And her scrapbooking is really good. One really of my amazing. scrapbooking yeah, really is uh, get a print stick, stick some ticket stubs in a book. Yeah. Uh, like, this is proper is, scrapbooking. Yeah, this is proper hobby scrapbooking. Like, sticking stuff on and different backing papers. Stitching and things. Buttons and stamps and beautiful writing like calligraphy and photo is lovely it's great really good um and she's just started a podcast as well actually yeah um she did her first episode last week Ooh. so yeah i haven't heard yet but i'm looking forward to it it's very nice i listened to it at work yay today. i'm really behind on all my podcasts from edinburgh because i don't really get a chance to listen to podcasts in edinburgh so i am currently um about 19 days behind which translates to an hour uh, a day and 14 hours uh I'm pretty. I'm very up to date, but then I I have the opportunity to listen to about eight sort of eight to ten episodes of things at work each week. Yeah, and I also um, it used to be fine because Front Row was an hour, and it was a selection of the best things that've been on this week. Now they do the daily Front Row podcast, and they do the same oh, for arts no. and ideas from Radio Three. It's fine. I skip quite a lot. If things don't interest me, I don't listen to that section. And the same with Women's Hour. But it just means that every day I'm getting two hours from the BBC at least. Yeah. Plus all the other stuff. So I have the Reduce Shakespeare Company every week, usually on, on about a Thursday. Yeah. And they're around about half an hour, it varies. They're um, only 20 minutes. True, yeah. Tw- 20 minutes to half an hour. Yeah. Um, food programme. Food programme, which is half an hour. Uh, Friday Night Comedy, which is half an hour. Yeah. Um, stuff You Should Know, which varies wildly. I have Coffee Break French, which also varies. We have um, Knit Spin Cake Knit, and Hoxton. Knit Spin Cake and Electric, and Sheep. Electric Sheep by Hoxton Handmade. So we are going to go and plan exciting seasonal events. Yeah, listen to this space. The Final Frontier. That's what Captain Kirk has three ears. Left ear, right ear, yeah, and the final, final Frontier. Frontier. Well, I think we should end it there. Bye. Bye. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon!